brain tumor victim, looks forward to returning to firefighting. Out of adversity comes the Boston Marathon, an event this weekend fixed on ending veteran suicide, and two important but separate stories that feature two individuals with an age gap of 100 years. The date is November 11th, 2021. We're going to go through these stories and more. Welcome to West Orange on the Go. My name is Austin Arthur, and this is where we do local news and comment. And when I say local news, I mean hyper-local. West Orange, this is your news. We begin in 10 seconds. You're listening to West Orange on the Go. Brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the Go. Taylor Peugeot, a firefighter in Ocoee, is finally set to possibly return to work within the month. Now this after being medically cleared to return following brain surgery to remove a non-cancerous tumor during the summer. His recovery was slow at first but it has progressed at a rapid pace within the last couple of months. Today, Taylor says he's at 100%. Quote, At first, I couldn't pick up more than 20 pounds. Now I'm deadlifting 215 pounds in the gym. End quote. Now this great community truly shined with their support during this time period. So it looks like soon he may be back on the job as a firefighter. The full piece is in this week's paper. And speaking of adversity, our staff writer, Annabelle Sykes, tells us of a Winter Garden resident, Maya Kohn. Kohn, now 19 years old, was adopted from China at 8 years old by Adam and Laura Kohn. She was considered a medical special needs adoption because of several neurological issues, including a large brain cyst and a rare congenital condition. And of course, there's also the language barrier. But even as a young child at eight years old, Maya overcame those early challenges. She has a cerebral shunt that helps regulate the pressure in her brain, and she became fluent in English in a matter of months. So it was no surprise to her parents when she conquered her latest challenge, virtual participation in the Boston Marathon. She ran 26.2 miles of the marathon, around her community loop on October 11th in Winter Garden. It took her about six hours, and for her marathon, neighbors and friends came together to create a surprise by posting motivational signs, balloons, and sidewalk chalk messages. Now, sticking to our theme of races and walks and adversity, let's talk about the Challenge 22 walk in Winter Garden. It is this weekend. Challenge 22 seeks to bring awareness to veteran suicide. The Challenge 22 Ruck Walk is one part of the day's events, which include music, games, a silent auction, and a birthday celebration for two World War II veterans. There was a study that came out several years back, and it stated that 22 veterans die every day in this country from suicide. So this is a real crisis, and what this organization, which is the American Legion here in Winter Garden, 
Commander Kurt Geis came up with the idea five years ago. And the purpose is to create awareness of this statistic and what the statistic really means. And also to raise funds to help support organizations that help our veterans with PTS. I hope all of you consider coming out. If you can't come out, go online. Join the walk virtually. At least donate if you can. Go to challenge22walk.com. That's challenge22walk.com. Speaking of which, last weekend, the city of Winter Garden, our sponsor, had a huge event. The Heritage and Music Festival was a great success. Now, there were some weather issues. People thought that the rain was going to be there all Saturday. It was not. The rain came a little earlier. It was pretty much here all Friday. But I think that deterred a lot of people from coming out. And the weather it was pretty cold, a lot of wind. But you know what? I went there with my family. I saw a lot of people. It was great. Everybody was having a good time. Smiles on everybody's faces. These are the kind of community events that you don't want to miss because these memories, they're forever. So I encourage you to stay tuned and also let me tell you about the City of Winter Garden's next event. The Nationally Observed Small Business Saturday. Well, that's on November 27th. And really, it's a great day to show support to our local businesses. As the City of Winter Garden puts it, combine shopping local with holiday fun by attending the Small Business Saturday Sidewalk Sale in historic downtown Winter Garden. The day-long event on the 27th will include special sales, festive surroundings, and a free holiday moonlight movie at sunset for the community. Now that is cool. That's not something you're going to want to miss. Let me tell you, memories. So let's create some memories in downtown Winter Garden on the 27th of November. Let's go into some of our hyper-local sports now. We'll go with the high five for this week. Number one, the Windermere High School volleyball team won the Class 7A Region 1 Championship November 6th. Number two, Foundation Academy swim teams performed well at the FHSAA Class 1A Swimming Championships November 6th in Stewart. For the girls, Emily Sundermeyer placed second in the 200-yard freestyle And on the boys' side, Mason Williams took second in the 100 butterfly. Number three, the Horizon football team closed out its first regular season as a varsity program with a win against Windermere, having the team finish the season with a 2-8 record. Number four, West Orange Eddie Kelly on November 6th announced his commitment to play for the University of South Florida next year. Congratulations. Number five. Playoff time has finally arrived for football. West Orange County has four representatives in the state playoffs this year. Fans can purchase tickets on the GoFan app. Now I noticed Foundation Academy is doing really well in the sports this year. And it's no surprise to me. They are a sponsor of this program. And my daughter goes to that school. Now last week I told you about the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. They were doing this play at the school, the high school. And, you know, I I told you about it, the C.S. Lewis, a great masterpiece. That night, 
That evening, I get home and my daughter, she runs up and she passes me this flyer with the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe, <laughs> the school play, and she says, Daddy, we're going to go, right? <laughs> I, I didn't actually have plans of going, uh, not for any particular reason, but she's in the elementary school. She's at the, the Dillard campus there. And I didn't think that it would be something that we would be attending, but the way my daughter looked at me, I couldn't resist. So what did I do? I, of course, I went straight online and I got tickets and we went together, just the two of us, daddy-daughter date, popcorn, everything. And it was fantastic. This school is full of talent. Now that talent is fueled by the faculty. It was wonderful. I think the best, I thought the best was the, the evil queen, you know, Whoever that actress is at that school, just terrific. I mean, they, really, they were all terrific. It was really incredible. I really enjoyed myself. So Foundation Academy, a great school. Whenever you're in need for private education, my personal and professional recommendation is Foundation Academy, where character matters. And now to the final story. Now, this story is a little unique. This story is... I've told you before in the past about Amy Questenberry. You know, anytime I see a story that she writes, if I see her name on it, even before I was working with the West Orange Times and Observer, long before, really, I would see her name and I'd say, okay, wait, let me check this story out. Because it's always good. Everything she writes is always quality. And the content she chooses is always important. So there's two stories in this week's paper that I want to look at by Amy Questenberry. And I'm going to kind of bleed them together. Normally I do a final story, but, you know, I wanted to do these two together. I thought that it'd be neat to uh, do them as a joint final story. So let's get into this final uh, dual story. Jackie McGriff learned in March her daughter, Amani, five years old, had a failing heart. And the family has been in survival mode ever since while waiting for a heart to become available. That day came October 12th, 237 days after Amani was diagnosed with cardiomyopathy. Amani was treated for a blood clot in her brain and she had a seizure and three open heart surgeries prior to receiving her new heart. She will have to go to therapies to strengthen her right side, which was weakened after a stroke earlier this year. She must avoid large crowds because she is immunosuppressed. So that means being homeschooled for now. Now her mother's afraid to leave Amani with a sitter. Quote, I can't leave her with just anybody. She has too much going on to trust her with anybody. End quote. In the meantime, Amani's twin sibling, Amari, is doing his part in taking care of his sister. The two trick or treated a few weeks ago. She dressed as Moana, and he went as Buzz Lightyear. It lasted no more than 15 minutes. Because Amani's right foot gets tired. But the two had a blast together. Let's pause here and visit another type of story, that of Sally Lofton. As Miss Questenberry tells us, 
Sally Lofton was in her 20s when she moved to Winter Garden, close to 80 years ago. Monday, November 1st, marked her 105th birthday. Lofton recalls the Winter Garden of her young adulthood was a, quote, little old stove-up town with two grocery stores, a handful of shops downtown, and a railroad station. Quote, one person got off the train every other day, end quote. East Winter Garden was a thriving community when Lofton and her husband Ernest were raising their three daughters. Quote, they had cafes, about six cafes and restaurants. And before 5 p.m., you could go in and dance and eat and I guess anything else you want. We called them juke joints. I'd say it was pretty good living here. Most of the time, people treat you right here. End quote. Lofton went on to nursing school and became the first black LPN in West Orange County. She accepted a position at West Orange Memorial Hospital in Winter Garden. Lofton is the picture of health and proof of a life well lived. She has survived breast cancer twice and has lived through two pandemics. The first, the Spanish flu in 1918, killed her oldest brother when she was two years old. She stated with a smile, quote, I'm just glad to be living, end quote. Now let's finish this story and go back down south a little to the other side of town and rejoin Jackie McGriff, whose child is fighting for her life, nearly 100 years younger than Miss Lofton. Little Amani just had her heart transplant. Her mother said she hopes to return to work once Amani's schedule lightens up. She said she's concerned about the upcoming holidays and making them special for her children. Quote, Christmas is going to be tighter than in previous years, but we'll make do with what we've got. End quote. As Amy observed it, the real blessing is having her daughter home. Now, those are two lives, two journeys, one community. To Miss Lofton, happy 105th birthday. It is clear that God has blessed you. To little Amani, 100 years Miss Lofton's junior. Congratulations on your successful heart transplant. It is clear God is blessing you right now. To make a donation to Jackie McGriff and her children, Amani and Amari, visit the family's GoFundMe page. They need our help. The link is in the description. And now I want to thank you for taking the time to walk through this week's hyper local news with me. Together, we are more informed. And don't forget, save the date. Downtown Winter Garden, November 27th for Small Business Saturday. And remember, shop small to help big. This has been Austin Arthur with the West Orange Times and Observer. And until next week, have a happy and blessed weekend. West Orange on the Go is brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the Go.